Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 134 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Miracle. Wow. It's going to be the, the week of that holiday. That, that holiday. stressful running around, getting weird gifts. Eating food, everybody, so many cookies. Everybody's favorite. I know you're excited about it all My year. My favorite is Halloween. Well, it's everybody's favorite holiday. <laughs> I don't think you'll ever see anybody argue against Halloween. Christmas is, is down there. I do really like decorating for Christmas. And last week, um, I went and did a tour of kind of Erie County Christmas lights. Okay. It was a three and a half hour drive. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, I I was reading just kind of, you know, different houses pop up and like, this is a great house. This is a great house. So I, I put them all in like a routing map. It gave me oh. the best route and I did it. And it was awesome. People, weird things I noticed, trends this year. People are, first of all, really into critters. And I'm not even talking like, about like the like blow the, up ones. Like the little roll around uh, creatures from the sci-fi universe? Because that would be awesome. No, that would be awesome. But just like lots of of little raccoons and skunks and elves oh. and things like that in their lawn. I saw a lot of that. And the weird trend this year, tons of people, unicorns. Unicorns? Unicorns. Everybody... I saw them all over. You hear it here first, people. Everybody's got unicorns. I like, there's like a Reddit post where somebody watched Legend and they're like, hey guys, let's go with unicorns <laughs> this year. <laughs> We're making this a Christmas film. But it was really beautiful. I just really, kudos to everyone who takes the time to do Christmas lights, especially the really big ones. It's beautiful. It really helped. Yeah. I mean, it felt really quite magical in a year where not a lot of stuff has felt magical. I feel kind of bad because I have like zero Christmas lights up inside my house or outside my house. You should it's, feel bad. It's pretty dark. It's I had a, a whole setup for Halloween. Christmas, I'm like, eh, who can be bothered? <laughs> there was like one day in December where it was like a Saturday or a Sunday and it was gorgeous outside. And mm -hmm. I was like, this is the universe being like, get your ladder out and yeah. do it. So right. I did it. I like, but I like it. I don't mind it. Did you do any kind of design or do you just kind of hang lights? No, I just hang lights. I have um, like some deer in the front yard. And so you got like those like deer. Uh, oh, yeah. Hang the lights around them kind of deal. All stuff going on. I See. bought a new wreath this year that lights up and it's oh. my favorite. It's oh. so beautiful. I do. I know you do like light up uh, Christmas apparel, so that's <gasps> that's true. I do have a blinking Christmas mask, so it's, try and top my obnoxiousness. It's difficult. It's it's a journey I, I, for you. I try it all the time, and I am. This is the only time of year where I actually fall behind. So I don't know if you know this. I hate Christmas music. There's like three Christmas songs that I like, um, but. There are some good Christmas movies out there. Yes. So, you know, that, that kind of saves it. And we have, like, really come a long way since the days of cable channels airing the same Christmas special every year. I mean, they still are. TBS is still knocking out that Christmas story are for 24 they? hours. Yeah, they are. That's I, such a weird thing. I was watching Dynamite, and they did a preview for it. It is weird. Like, but, but, like... I would say that the holiday movie canon has expanded exponentially since the era of like a Charlie Brown Christmas. And oh, yeah. Those kind of older stop motion films. And I'd say that I guess Christmas Story falls into it. Like there are some classics that are a must watch every holiday season. Yeah, you got your Christmas stories, your diehards, your. <laughs> yeah. your it's a Wonderful Life and Home Alone for me, I think, are some classics. And there's always room, though, to add more movies into your rotation, especially now when you're just cooped up inside and there's cold weather. 
um, yeah, yeah, family bonding over Zoom. Yeah, if we can call it family bonding. We're doing the hardest quotation marks possible in the air, saying bonding. And, and if you really miss that aspect of seeing people, you know, sometimes a sweet Christmas movie, I don't know, that can kind of help. Oh, absolutely. I I know I always feel better when I throw on like a Gremlins and I'm just jamming out watching some. Well, but here's the problem, though, too. I'd say that a lot of us has reached kind of a dilemma in recent years because it's good that streaming services have, you know, expanded the Christmas movie genre. Their lack of programming has left a lot of us kind of yearning for having that cable channel decide your 25-day viewing schedule of the classics. Yeah, it's pre- it was pretty nice back in the day when you would just turn on a channel and they would have some Christmas movie on you could just have in the background. Now you got to spend 20 minutes deciding. Exactly. It really to took the pressure off. So... Th- all booked up is always here to be helpful it's, it's, it's our only goal it's, where else people were you going to hear about the uh sexy colonel sanders movie that's coming up we on? are not talking about that in any shape where <laughs> we might have to watch it we will have to it's already planned out i'm making a fondue it's going to be a whole night okay so we've compiled a list um that might have some of your favorites uh, maybe a couple new things. I think so. they're popular, but maybe they're not as popular. You know, they're alone. Ones, it's a wonderful life. They're, they're yada, ones yada. that when you watch them, you're like, that's a pretty great Christmas movie. I should watch that more. And then you don't. One who, like I said, is not huge on Christmas and is not huge on Christmas movies. I've never seen Miracle on 34th Street. You, you can fight me. I don't care. No, no, I think I'm just gonna, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> okay. But these movies I genuinely like. So you ready to hop in? You bet I am. Okay. So the first one is one. I'd say probably the newest of the collection here, which is Happiest Season. Oh, you know what? I haven't watched that one yet, and I've wanted to. Yeah. Okay, so this is Clea Duvall. She is the director and creator of it. Which, you know, good for her. I yeah, remember I her. think that's she, great. Remember, remember when she was a thing in like the late 90s, early 2000s, early aughts? She was. Now she just kind of pops up and stuff, and I always appreciate when I see her. But this is a new uh, type of Christmas film. It merges the complex world of coming out is gay to your family with the complex world of just hanging in there when you visit your family for the holidays. Yeah. That is a, is a battle all on its own. It is starring Kristen Stewart, um, Mackenzie Davis, who I like very much. Like like both of those two, actually. Yeah, Dan Levy. Oh, and his eyebrows. Aubrey Plaza. Uh, I, you know I'm an Aubrey Plaza all the, And there's more. There's like way more stars in it. And the film kind of feels like a love letter to queer people depicting a world that feels deeply familiar and aspirational at the same time. You do not need to be enjoy this film. No. I am not. And I did. I liked it very much. It it kind of cleverly turns some of those enduring clichés of this genre on their heads. And it's nice. But Oh, there's a but. Kristen Stewart, I think is a is a talented actress. But why can't she change her face? In anything that she does. Well, that would that you see, Michelle, that's called being um, a bad actress. But that's like, what that's called. I've seen her in things, and she can like speak really powerfully, and she can emote sadness. But I feel like happiness is so foreign to this poor girl does that feel, she doesn't know how to show it. It does feel like uh, if she tried to smile, you would just like recoil and be like, ugh. Don't do that again. Like, put that away. She lets one slip in it. And I'm like, hey, girl, that's it. That's it. Now, I'm not one to tell women to smile more. That is not what I'm saying. But I'm saying when she is like, I am very happy and very in love. And you're like, well, can you show it a little? I constantly (laughs) think that where's Edward? 
Where did he go? <laughs> Where is my life? But again, I don't dislike her. And her and Mackenzie, that's nah, that's a good-looking couple. I could deal with that. Exactly. Like, no, that's a no good-looking arg- couple. No arguments on this. Um, so that. right now, because that is new, it is streaming on Hulu. You aren't able to grab that yet. They haven't released the DVD. But if you have access to that, go get it. And trust me, they will be. They're, everybody, all the streaming services and stuff need money. So they'll have it on DVD for you very soon. Everybody. I did see that Hulu was also doing... Um, a deal where it was like a dollar a, a month or something to get it. Well, one of these days we will discuss the ticking, uh, the ticking clock that is the lifespan of Hulu. But we'll get into that another day. Wow, he's always got deep thoughts. Okay, I'm Jacob, what do you have for us? So I'm gonna go with one that I revisited recently, and this is not. I thought it was gonna be more of a family film, but then I watched it and it really <laughs> wasn't. I, it was a uh, Batman Returns, the second Batman movie. Depending, I like that movie. When's the last time you saw it? Because I did not like this movie when I was a kid, and I watched it recently, and I'm like, oh, wait, there was a lot more going on in this movie than I, I recall. I thought I saw it not that long ago. All I can think of is Michelle Pfeiffer coming home and being like, honey, I'm home. Oh, wait, I'm not married. And you're like, that is a terrible not natural feeling line in any world. That is not APG. That's not a comic book line. That's a no, pretty. That's, that's a depressing R rated movie. It's really sad. Boy, Batman Returns. It's a. Lot, it's really good, guys. I actually have a lot of fun with this movie compared to that first one. I like the first Batman Burton movie, but the second one, I feel like he finally got to let loose a little bit. Well, he's got the penguin, Danny DeVito, eating it up. I mean. Literally a half human, half penguin, guys. <laughs> yeah, like, we're not going to get into the origin stories <laughs> too much in this, but there, there's some there's some cool stuff. Um, Christopher Walken is awesome as the bad guy. He's wearing like a Rick Sanchez wig the entire movie, <laughs> and he is like this is right before he became a parody of himself. So he's really kind of tiptoeing around this role, having a good time. I mean, evil billionaires. It's such a crazy concept that that would be the bad guy. Yeah, who'd have like thunk this. it? Yeah, who'd have thought? Uh, how are clowns not illegal in Gotham City? <laughs> At this point. Because like this is a sequel to the first Batman, and the bad guys, again, is a gang of clowns. Uh, they are terrorizing the poor people of Gotham. But the whole film, it just takes place over Christmas, right? Yes, That's... it's a Christmas movie. Um, the whole thing takes over the holidays, um, which is where it falls under the, the Christmas spell. But it is just such an interesting, should-be R-rated comic book worth movie. checking out again worth worth going back to just for the weirdness compared to where we are but you're now. saying maybe not christmas morning with the kiddos i mean there's a scene where he <laughs> bites a guy's nose off and there's blood <laughs> shooting everywhere so, I, all right this and, an, and another movie that i'll bring up later that you brought to my attention really changed and made me happy for the christmas season can't wait <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that I, it's soon. almost like i live for you to make me miserable it's a very weird masochistic thing that i do but well, you know it's you gotta have the yin and the yang uh, andrew makes you happy i make you miserable that's how it works <laughs> perfect life okay um this classic officially christmas classic film elf Oh my God! Yeah. <sighs> so Will Ferrell. When oh. you see a when you see a classic in modern times, like just build upon itself, you're like, we're gonna be watching Elf for the rest of our life. It makes me really happy. It's aging really well. So Will Ferrell is the clown. He's an orphan, a human orphan, raised by Santa and his elves, mostly by Bob Newhart, Newhart's elf. Which I love, <laughs> Bob Newhart. When oh, when he sits himself. on his lap. So he lives in the North Pole, but he's so enormous. 
also will ferrell's just huge yeah they don't He's try so to lanky they just are like let's go with it oh it's so good so he journeys to new york city to locate his biological father because he was just kind of like fell into a sleigh and was taken to the north pole something of like that but his father's this really cynical book publisher played by james Conn. which when i think christmas movies james Conn's the first actor i go and to. and will ferrell is at this point is like a christmas elf so he's the happiest guy ever and this is just an absurd but really surprisingly sweet holiday film. It's a Will Ferrell movie through and through, but it is just, it fits this genre to a T. It like, does, but it really, doing. like you said, it is, it's Will Ferrell. It is because of his like funny and charming performance where he's over the top, but in a really good way. He never at all breaks that character. Like he the entire movie is the same thing. Because oh. everybody else must have just broke around him, like, repeatedly. And, I mean, just keep that level of just, like, <laughs> going for the entire film. <laughs> that actually, so we're going to play a a, qui- a clip, and this is, so he gets a job at the mall, you know, being an elf. He walks around yeah, dressed like an elf. But, again, you know, he's, he's a real true North Pole elf, so we're going to play this. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. So <laughs> just classic just, forever. Will Ferrell, man, <laughs> the the best at doing this kind of. How humor. about when he's like, I just I just like smiling. Smiling's my favorite. It's <laughs> <laughs> classic stuff. But, oh, just the man-child persona. People get annoyed by it. I I never do. I, I love it. So that much. one, that one, I don't. But okay, what else do you have? Okay, let's so, hear some crazy Jacob stuff. Okay, so the next one I guess I'll bring up is that other movie that you introduced me to, a Christmas horror story. <laughs> I had no idea what this was. I didn't even was. see it, Jacob. I just saw it advertised and was like, oh, he deserves it. It's Christmas time. And I appreciate this gift you gave me. <laughs> so, okay, first off, it's an anthology movie, kind of, which I was like, oh, my God, that's fabulous. Because I love <laughs> anthology movies with horror movies. You know why? Because if one of them stinks, it doesn't matter. It's going to be over in a couple of minutes anyway. So we can <laughs> okay. just move on to the next it's one. a positive attitude. Um, oh, This movie, man. There is zombie elves in this thing. <laughs> there is a, there's a ghost that's trapping kids in a decidedly un Christmas like fashion. Yeah, it is. There's a family that has like a kid who may or may not get uh, possessed by a Christmas demon. And then absolutely the piece de resistance is Santa Claus versus Krampus in an all out like brawl. Like, we're talking <laughs> like. Santa's got like a sharpened stick, like a sharpened little, um, one of his little stabs that he's using. Okay. Krampus is out here throwing like hooks at Santa. They're just trying to murder each other. Oh my God. It was so much fun. Sounds like a, just get the eggnog. And... It was like a lower budget trick or treat for, uh, for, for, um, Christmas man. If you're a horror movie fan, you'll have a ball with this movie. It's like, yeah, the stories are hit or miss. There's four of them, but like. Two of them are just so outlandish and crazy, and they keep jumping back to, the, to oh my god, to the elf, <laughs> to the elf zombie storyline where like they're all the elves start trying to like eat Santa and Mrs. Claus, <laughs> and Santa's so, like, so there, there's literally a scene where like this, the the elves are all coming back and Mrs. Claus is like I thought elves couldn't die, and they do like a close up on Santa's face with he's got like blood on there and everything. He's like, I didn't think they could either. And couldn't just, die but they are dying then they oh they're yeah the elves are technically oh, dying because they're they, dead because they're zombies because they're zombies foul mouth zombies at that it's just it's fabulous oh canada 
Give Canada more money for low-budget horror movies, man. They're doing it right. They're, they know what they're doing. Okay. I ex- actually expected Eugene Levy to show up at some point because he just <laughs> showed... This is the kind of production he would. I was a little disappointed not to uh, see oh, him. I love... I don't know. It doesn't sound terrible, <laughs> but we'll go, maybe that'll be a classic like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I don't know if they'll reach, reach to that level of... That, that's my all-time favorite Christmas one. Is it really? Yes. I, we watch vacation. that. That's the only one we probably watch every year. I mean, rarely has a third installment in a series been the equal of its two predecessors. Yeah, it's, it's really, especially with comedies, especially with Chevy Chase comedies. Like, I it's mean, really hard to do. Absolutely. But we've got Clark, Chevy Chase, Ellen, Beverly D'Angelo. I love her in this film. Um, Talk about punching above your weight for Clark Griswold. Am I right? Like, 100%. Good for, good for you, buddy. Their daughter, Audrey, young which, Juliette which, Lewis. Yeah, which, which Audrey is the question here? <laughs> and uh, Rusty. Who is Johnny Galecki? That every year I seem to forget. I'm always like, is oh my Johnny god, Johnny Galecki. Yes, really? that's who the kid is. Oh my god, I, I was about to make a joke about Ryan Gosling, and then Johnny Galecki shows up. I yeah. did not even realize that. This is just the most mishap family gathering ever. And it, honestly, if this film doesn't make you giggle, then you clearly don't understand the true meaning of the festive season. No, I mean because even like okay, it's crude and it's episodic, and half of the jokes don't really work. But <laughs> that's all that's all comedy. I mean, it's one of the only modern Christmas comedies which really stands up to repeat viewings, besides maybe Elf. Yeah, and Gremlins. But But I just don't, I love Gremlins, but I don't think Gremlins is funny. Which is fair, because it's not. Exactly, so I don't consider that like a Christmas comedy. Right. But that's one of those Christmas horror films that I'm like, oh, this works, but it's not funny. Yeah, oh. Oh. I know. We know you love Gremlins so much. Was, it comes I, up more than I ever could have anticipated. I was actually going about uh, Christmas Vacation there just because, yeah, oh. I haven't seen that movie in a while, and I do remember enjoying it. Julie, isn't Julie Louise Dreyfus in that movie, too? Oh, my as, like, God. Yes, as the neighbor. Something to, like, they get huge stars that are just doing bit roles in this because they were at the time. I love them. They are like, okay, that's the thing. When you watch Christmas Vacation, I was an adult. So the neighbors are like the evil losers. They're so square. Not just, so much. No, when you watch it now, you're like, oh, my God. I relate to them. Yeah. The Griswolds are garbage like the worst neighbors of all time yes but it is weird to watch it and come to that realization because you remember being like they're such jerks and then you're like no they're not they're just trying to like exist that's all they're trying to do i love the central plot of this movie is reaganomics too it's like oh boy oh boy i've been working hard all year on these meager wages i hope my boss decides to give me some extra money oh geez thanks sir yeah it's (laughs) Oh, but his freak out at the ends, Chris uh, Chevy Chase does that freak out. He did it really well it's back a, in the day. Oh, it's, it's it's like the Chevy Chase staple. When yeah. he starts losing it, there's going to be some good hilarity going on here. Yeah. Also, don't go cut Christmas trees out of <laughs> randomly in the forest, everybody. It also, never, not a good plan. It never, it always ends up well. <laughs> okay. All right. So you know what? I'm going to put another part of a Christmas series or a movie series. That the Christmas one was the best one. Okay. Arguably. And that's Ernest Saves Christmas. Yikes. I don't really remember any of the Ernest movies then well. You, I am sorry for your childhood <laughs> because <laughs> you missed out a lot. Do you realize there were five? Five. No, I... I five. Of theatrical. course I didn't realize that. Five theatrical, eight overall Ernest movies, all starring the great Jim Varney. And I'm going to say the great, even though I know you don't agree with it. I mean... 
If you All right. <laughs> you, you youngins these days don't know who Ernest is, but let me tell you. You're, you, o- you're okay not knowing that. We, we got a man rocking a, tux, <laughs> a Canadian tuxedo the entire movie, being wholesome as all get out. He started selling cars, and now look at him. He's setting up <laughs> Rube Goldberg contraptions in his house with numerous jobs. Oh. So basically, Ernest is your lovable, like, you know, lovable loser kind of guy. He's Just, like a peewee, right? Yeah, he's like a, a, a no, PG peewee. We'll put it that. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, but this movie is just another series of misadventures. You got a reason for Ernest to dress up in all sorts of different costumes, do his character. If you think my characters and voices on this show, everybody, are bad, you should see You're just Ernest not even movies. ready. Uh, they got like his, he got his, um, Bobby and Chuck, his two little sidekicks show up in this movie. Again, without explanation why they're <laughs> still in this movie. They're apparently playing the same people. Don't know. But basically all the movie is, is Santa wants to retire. He needs to find a new Santa. So he's like going to L.A. to hire a a children's TV show host who's like, hey, you should be the new Santa. And of course, weirdness ensues because everybody's like Santa doesn't exist. I believe Santa Claus gets arrested and thrown in jail at some point because Mm. I think he's crazy. There's involving snake salesmen going on. There's an Orphan pulling it toys out of as, bags. It sounds as awful as I think I remember it being. It, it is sounds right. fantastic, everybody. It's such a good Christmas movie. You're going to have a smile on your face watching this movie. It's got all kinds of Christmas cheer, Michelle. And you, of all people, love Christmas cheer. <laughs> That's right. You can see from my sweater. I do. All right. Um, okay, here's one that maybe is a little more random, but I consider a Christmas film, is While You Were Sleeping. The Sandra Bullock movie? Oh, hey, I didn't expect to hear that. If Die Hard gets to be a Christmas movie, then so does While You Were Sleeping. They have about, yeah, okay. I'm not going to argue that. So this is Sandra after, Bullock murders, tries to stop. murder a guy. She doesn't at all. She <laughs> saves a man who's pushed in front of the L train on Christmas. There's like some muggers push him. She saves him. But then she finds herself in this predicament where after she's been like admiring the man from afar for a long time. So then when he's in the hospital and they like take him away on the gurney and she's kind of muttering to herself and she was like, oh, I was going to marry him because that was like her dream sure. man. But a nurse mistakes that is meaning that she is his fiance. So then, you know, she ends up meeting the family and the nurse is like, this is his fiance. And they're like, oh, my God, he never told us. And she's like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. But they just like befriend her and welcome her with open arms. And she doesn't have a family. And she oh. just kind of gets sucked into it. The only problem is that she ends up falling for the guy in the coma's brother. Wah, wah. And she was never actually engaged to the guy in the coma. So it's like, what are you doing? She's so charming, though, that if you just if you ignore the messed up premise of this movie that she lied to this poor grieving family and got into their lives and it's really weird and manipulative. If you just block that out and think that she's just a lonely, sweet girl and they're just better for having known her no matter what, then it is a lovely film. It actually takes place on Christmas Day, but you get a lot of Christmas stuff because the family has to celebrate later on because you know this accident happened to their son on christmas so you get you definitely get the festive um spirit but it really is sandra bullock she's so cute she is this and is then like one of the sandra and then bullock. bill pullman right that's yeah. the cuter oh, yeah. one that's the one he is really great in it like in a weird where i'm like he's like perfect in this role he's doing a really good job yeah Forget that's, that he can act yeah it's not something you usually say about bill pullman and doing a good job but he actually does a pretty 
Right, it is Pullman. I get Paxton and Pullman. Oh, it, it, if it was Paxton, it would be a That's the alien classic. guy, right? Yeah, it would be a classic. Okay, movie. that would be different. <laughs> Remember, everybody, the, the thesis of All Booked Up is uh, if you put Paxton in a movie over Pullman, it's a better movie. Better movie Stop 100% it. of the Disagree time. Disagree 100%. But yeah, I'm going to say while you were sleeping, it's sweet. It, it works. And I'd say definitely, definitely check it out. All right, what you got? You know what? I got a twofer here for you because I got two movies based on the exact same story that we've all seen a million times. Okay. So the first one, I'm going with 1992's Muppet Christmas Carol because <laughs> I, I should have known the Muppets would come in with you. I love me some Muppets, man. <laughs> I would argue that this is the best adaptation of A Christmas Carol out there. Like this is, in my opinion, not just because it's the cutest. Just in general, I feel like it hits all the right notes. It has the best actor of the stars, considering Michael Caine <laughs> plays Scrooge in this. I, I am uncomfortably quiet. I know where this is going, Michelle. You because I haven't it. seen it. How have you not seen The Muppet Christmas Carol? I don't know, but I just saw a classic, supposedly classic Christmas movie last week that had puppets. Puppet, puppets or Muppets? What was the Christmas what movie? Which one did you watch? Emmett Otter's Jug Band. Oh, yeah, I'm not with the Emmett Otter Jug Band. I never saw ooh, it. Ooh, ooh, it ooh. was, it was something. <laughs> it was something to behold. It is scary. Your lack of Muppet knowledge. It really. It is. is. I don't know. It what, is. You have to take it up with my parents. Where, where was I when all this Muppet stuff I was happening? My parents literally did not let me watch like Sesame Street and children shows. We, they would rather watch oh, like weird. child's plays and such. But even I was getting. <laughs> that, oh my god! Everything explained in one moment. Because <laughs> you were wondering how I got to be how I was. Um, but yeah, even the Muppets made it. But Muppet Christmas Carol, it is great. Follows the story directly. It's a, it's a straight adaptation, okay. minus a couple Muppet songs in there. Is Kermit the sad guy? Uh, of course. Bob, yeah, Bob of cor- Cratchit? Of course. Okay. Of course he is. Right. They got Tiny Tim out there, and they got uh, oh Rizzo the Rat is kind of like your Greek chorus. That's fine. You don't. I don't need any more character description. 76% on Rotten Tomatoes, and she doesn't even see it. I don't think it'll be bad. I just... <laughs> What's the other one? All right. Well, this other one I know. Oh, I think I know what it'll be. Yeah, I know for sure you've seen this other one. 1988's Scrooge. Scrooge. With Bill Murray. Another adaptation of A Christmas Carol and a much different one than The Muppet Christmas Carol, to say the least bit. Very fun. Bill Murray looks like he was actually like having fun and trying in this movie, which is not something you can count on in Bill Murray movies of this era. I disagree. I disagree. Um, But it's a Richard Donner movie who, when I was looking this up, a, Richard Donner really likes Mel Gibson for some reason because oh. he's got like five, six movies where he starred with that dude. Interesting. So, you know, that's a little horrifying. But he also did the Superman movies. So, you know, 50-50 on that one. Some of those were good. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, Bill Murray plays a TV executive named Frank Cross who basically just views Christmas as another time of year to get a bunch of And ratings. then we get it. Christmas and then, Carol. <laughs> Christmas Carol. He gets to think about Karen Allen, who's the girl that got away. Gets to live all his life and realize, you know, I was kind of a cool guy back in the day, and now I'm kind of a jerk, Yeah. question mark. Bill Murray in the 80s, not really a question mark. I've got weird feelings about Christmas Carol and its whole storyline, but we'll get into that. Maybe next year I'll just talk about my issues with it. Yeah, we'll have to. I am kind of curious what (laughs) the most classic of Christmas tales, what about it, you do not like. I guess it's a lot of, like, I just lived as this, like, rich, terrible person who didn't care. But now that I see nobody will be really sad and mourn me after my death, it Mm. makes me want 
to like cre- I don't know create connections with people. I feel like it's oh. for all the wrong reasons. Oh no, you're at, you're one hundred percent correct about that. You don't need that's not controversial. It's how I feel about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Like I do not think that is like a children's fun song. It's a really weird story of like everybody hated Rudolph. Everybody talked smack. They wouldn't include him. He was worthless to them until he could do something for them. You're not Only wrong. then was he considered to have any worth. This is a new oh, pers- what are we doing here, people? These are the new perspectives I'm you sorry. get on your Christmas uh, classics. Uh. But I also think that that song that everybody thinks is like gross is a totally fine song and that everybody misinterprets that. That baby, it's cold outside. Oh, yeah, well, we're that not, song's we fine. We do not have time to get into We don't, but that it's, a, it's a fine song, everybody. There's, we need to reevaluate Christmas <laughs> as a whole, I think. There, there's, we're getting some issues here with a bunch of that. All right. Not to mention, we don't even got time to get into all the Korean labor made to make these Christmas quote unquote classics that were Yikes. in slavery yeah, since gonna, the 70s. We're skipping that, Jacob. Anyways, <laughs> we were talking about Scrooge, so technically it <laughs> technically it plays. Um, but it's got a great supporting cast. It's really funny. It's another PG-13 in all its glory. They somehow got away with nudity in a Christmas movie. I don't know how they did, but they did. And still got it listed in our... Different, different times. <laughs> Go check it out, everybody. It's a lot of fun. Um, we're running out of time. I have four more movies I got to pick. I'll pick this one. Bad Mom's Christmas. Oh. But bear with me here okay. because this is not a movie that I ever would have wanted to watch. This is not an ex- a cinematic experience that mm-hmm. I was looking for. Sure. But um, when we were putting up the Christmas tree, I like to put something on in the background and that like came up on Netflix and I was like, whatever, it might have a laugh or two and I don't need to pay attention. Yeah. And it's very similar to, to Bad Moms. It's underappreciated and overburdened moms. You've got Mila Kunis, Kristen Bell, and Catherine Hahn. I love her so Which much. Which you can give me. I'll tune in for either one of those three, to be honest it, with you. Exactly. And they're just kind of rebelling this time against the challenges and expectations of like such a big day for moms, which is Christmas. And then it's like, oh, if creating a perfect holiday wasn't bad enough, do it if your moms come to town. And then we get Cheryl Hines, Susan Sarandon, and Christine Baranski. Who do, who are you ooing? No, I like all those actresses, but when you put them together, it just means like there's a certain B word that comes into mind about what this group is probably going to be like. Like they seem like they're going to be kind of mean people. No, just Christine Baranski. No. Cheryl Hines, like super nice. Um, anyway, so it was on and. It could have been much worse. That's going to be my praise. It was silly, but it had some actually really funny moments. And I feel that this one falls into like a fun, guilty pleasure. And like to put it really simply, it was was a good time. I like when they do like when franchises do a Christmas movie. It's like a Christmas sure. episode. If I, Harold and Kumar did it with their third movie and that I, was perfectly I don't, fine. I don't know if I liked that. I can't really remember that one. I will say maybe, you know, Bad Moms, back off on the montages. If, you, if you're if you working on your fourth montage in the film, it's too many montages. It, it, it means one of two things <laughs> and it probably means it, that you uh, A, made a bad movie. And or you we, have no story Yeah, we, have, we got nothing. We got a fair time. Yeah, like the other one is we made too much movie and we need to condense it by like a half an hour but it's watchable if, if you're not a rocky movie lay off the montages i think yeah, i agree with michelle that's it. there do you want to squeeze one more in before we're done yeah what do you got oh i meant you oh well no no i want you're the one that Aww. i focus on here it's well, all about... okay then then i'll mention that movie the family stone did you ever catch that one no i didn't actually well we got an all-star cast here my friend 
We got well, and don't make any of your comments. Me, I, never. Yeah, I don't want to hear your comments about the people because you get mean. So I anyway, never do that. we have Sarah Jessica Parker, Claire Danes, Rachel McAdams, Luke Wilson, Diane Keaton, and then I'm still leaving out like a ton of star power. You were probably wise to warn me ahead. Of time. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> and this is pretty much that if you've ever been part of a family or if you just know a family <laughs> who's kind of hostile to outsiders. You understand like where this family is coming from because it's the like the one guy. Oh, you love him. It's one of those. It's one of the Dylans, the cuter Dylan. They're the Matt, they're like Matt and they're, no, they're no, no. Dylans? Where the first name McDermott and D- oh, Mc, Dylan McDermott and uh, Dermot Mulroney. Okay. Oh, that, that's the one. Dur- I do like Dil- Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> God, I'm getting tongue tied just <laughs> thinking about it. But anyway, he brings Sarah Jessica Parker to meet his family, and she's totally different. She's really uptight, and they're real like they're super chill. But it's cute. Okay. It's cute. You know, Luke, you, you, Luke Wilson really saves the whole thing. How often do you get to say that? Am I oh, right? I think I think he's a sweetheart. You don't um, forget everybody to also pick up Michelle's favorite Christmas movie, Love Actually. Cause... We're not doing that. <laughs> two years. I hate Love Actually. Two years in a row I got her with and that one. stupid Jacob, when I greet him, is standing outside the door holding his stupid sign that says, what is it? You're special to me? What did it even to say? To me, you are perfect. Ugh. Just... <laughs> He's disgusting. I did throw the picture on Twitter. So I, oh, I love how much it, I love how much it annoys you. You can't let me know when stuff annoys you, Michelle. Nothing. You there's no every... Christmas movie I hate more than that. But th- we'll <laughs> save that for one. I always say that some year I'm just going to go on and rant. But why don't you uh, plug us up so I can get in some Christmas facts? Everybody, everything we talked about here on All Booked Up is available at your local library. We got 37 branches all over Erie County. So visit our website, uh, www.buffalolib.org. Find out which ones you can come into, which ones are doing curbside pickup. They all do not have uh, hold fees, so go ahead and order away and get them sent to wherever you want. Because guys, yeah. we're trying, we're here for you. Click it up in the holiday season. Also, don't forget to follow us at All Booked Up Pod and see all the ways that I torture Michelle on social media <laughs> on a daily basis. That's evil. I don't like that. Okay, some facts. Did you know that Christmas wasn't always on December twenty fifth? Mm, well, yeah. I mean, before year to zero, there was like no. You know, no I- that wasn't a Christmas then, dummy. I, I know. It didn't that. exist. So Christmas is, celebrates the birth of Jesus Christ, but there is no mention of December 25th in the Bible at all. So most uh, histori- historians actually post that Jesus was born probably in the spring, um, and his birthday itself didn't become the official holiday that it is until the third century. So some historians also believe that the date was actually chosen because it coincided with the pagan festival of Saturnalia. I don't know. You you got really close to that, actually. Say it. Saturnalia, yeah. Yeah, I said it. Okay. Which honored the agricultural god Saturn with celebrating and gift giving. And they were like, we're just going to. I love all the pagans. We're going to squeeze in on this holiday. They they, they tricked everybody. They're like, yeah, it's about Jesus for sure. December 25th is birthday. Exactly. Never mind how the math doesn't work out. So the old Christmas tree, you can pretty much thank Prince Albert for starting that. That's another first. (laughs) <laughs> so Prince Albert of Germany introduced a tree to his new wife, Queen Victoria of England, and then it really took off like everywhere because a drawing of the couple in front of, of this like first Christmas tree appeared in the Illustrated London News in 1848, and the first thing that went viral 
And that was it for people. They really loved it. I bet uh, Prince Albert wishes he was known for that. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Rudolph was a marketing ploy, which is probably why this was not thought out well. So Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer first appeared in 1939 when the Montgomery Ward department store asked one of its copywriters to create a Christmas story the store could give away as a promotional gimmick because the store had been giving away coloring books for years and decided to make its own to save money. So they oh. created this reindeer to sell their books. Ba-boom. Oh. Marketing ploy. I thought you were going to say that it was like 1939, Ari Riffenstahl decided to come up with a new character that would... No, <laughs> yeah. it's it was much worse than that. And then my favorite, favorite Christmas fact is that Christmas decorating sends nearly... 15,000 people to the ER every year. Uh This is very like Clark Griswold-esque. Yeah, the Consumer Product Safety Commission estimates that um, 14,700 people visit hospital emergency rooms each November and December from holiday-related decorating accidents. Bruh, come on, man. It's those ladders. You guys got to deck those halls with care, you know? It's no joke here. We're talking tape here, people. (laughs) Tape and paper. What are you doing? You're killing All right, so we will be taking the next two weeks off to celebrate the holidays, so we'll catch you back here on the... Whatever, January 11th. Whatever two, week, right. whatever two weeks is from now. <laughs> exactly. Um, if you celebrate Christmas, have a Merry Christmas. If not, I hope you have a happy holiday and maybe catch a day or two off in there. Okay, that's it. We'll catch you next time. Bye.